JM in the AM Thursday. We're in Israel in Yerushalayim at the Inbal Hotel. Uh, a very, very special guest with us here in our uh, mobile studio here at the Inbal. That is the uh, founder, co-founder, and of course the man in charge of Nefesh Benefesh, Rabbi Yehoshua Fass, is here in our studio. Shalom, 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 shalom. It is so good to see you here. It is wonderful to see you, always wonderful to see you, and guess what? People are going to have an opportunity to see you in New Jersey this weekend. Imagine yes, that. The mega event. The mega event is going to be happening at the Glen Point Marriott and Teaneck this coming uh, Sunday. It all starts at uh, 10 a.m. It goes until 4 o'clock, and we are encouraging everybody to register by going to nbn.org slash mega, nbn.org slash mega. Do you have any clue how many people are already registered? As of yes, now? a lot. Right? As of last night, we had eleven hundred pre-registered. Wow, which is off the charts. And we have a few more days, and we usually have a few hundred that come last minute without registering beforehand. And we have close to two hundred medical professionals who are coming for the medics. Um, combination of paramedics and physicians and nurses coming. Uh, it's going to be unbelievable. Um. And the experiment worked, moving it out of Manhattan. Well, that was the first thing I was going to ask because, uh, you know, people think that if you're going to hold a successful event in New York, New Jersey area, it has to be in Manhattan. Uh, Obviously, this already with the numbers you have is a success at the Marriott Glen Point in Teaneck, New Jersey. And uh, anybody who's uh, anywhere on the Aliyah scale, the Aliyah chart, whether you're just considering it, thinking about it, dreaming about it, or if you're really ready to, you know, make the move... You should come on Sunday and uh, and explore further. Absolutely. Um, the the when you say medical, you you don't mean people who've registered who are in the medical field. You mean people coming from Israel to help those in the medical field, or you mean both? Who's who's who, what, what did you mean by medical people? We have close to two hundred prospective olim, North American people, North American who are in the medical in the medical field, field who coming to the separate track of the medics. And they're going to get information about those licensing things, right? and meeting with hospital directors and uh, physicians authorities here in Israel. Right. And for those who think it's an impossible red tape situation, you could attest to the fact that it's doable. Five hundred and fifty physicians later, <laughs> we can attest that it's doable. All doing well. Everyone, all everyone doing happy? Well, thank God. I'm not sure. All ha- no, <laughs> all happy. <laughs> it's a. It, I mean, the impression is, you know how it is. The medical field, even in the United States, is not as. Uh, is not the same as it used to be. And then people wonder about, you know, in Israel, if they can, in fact, be employed and, you know, be successful in the industry. You're here to attest to the fact that the answer is yes. Absolutely. Especially now that there's a, a physician shortage in Israel. And that's general across the board? That's general across the board in every field for two reasons. A lot of the Russian physicians are retiring. The whole From that Aliyah. From that Aliyah. So they are departing the scene. And a lot of the physicians that are finishing school here, medical school here, are leaving outside of the country to do specialties. Right. So we have a dearth of, uh, of physicians placements throughout the entire, in every clinic, in every hospital. So they're, they're grabbing up every single possibility. Mm. To, att- attesting to the fact that they're flying out to Teaneck, New Jersey to look for uh, talent. Because some of the people in that category who've registered are not necessarily in New York and New Jersey. Correct. We have a lot, a lot of physicians who are flying in. From different states for the day. And how many professionals do you have to bring? Or is your staff sufficient to deal with the no, whole No, we week? have to bring in. We have to bring in from the Physician's Authority, from the Licensing Authority. There is a staff of, we have a specific staff that's trained for medical licensing. 
and we have uh, certain government officials that are coming. It's a staff Who are desperate for North American doctors. Desperate. They're going to be coming in begging for the North American Aliyah. No, but just <laughs> the, the Israeli government officials are in awe. When, when I bring them in to that room and they see just a close to 200 medical professionals in that room, it is a, forget about a booster shot of Zionism, but just the value, the value of skill sets, the value of talent, the value of brain power, and just an influx of just talent that Israel did not have to invest in. It's just uh, unparalleled. They don't, have, they don't begin their session with, uh, you really want to make Aliyah? They don't begin with that. No, we've retrained they, they, them. They come in very, very positive attitude. Very positive. <laughs> Only positive. <laughs> Only <laughs> smiles. They don't come in, God forbid, discouraging people. Only smiles at the mega. Because, you know, the mega purpose is to encourage people to move to Israel. You no, the, the mega purpose is not to encourage. The what mega, is the mega purpose? The mega purpose? purpose is for individuals to explore the option. It's explore the option. I want every single person just to explore the option. You can't turn down something if you haven't explored the option. If you haven't explored the option, you've already turned it down. But everyone owes it to themselves and to their families just to explore the viability and the feasibility of the option of moving to Israel. That is what it's all about. Rabbi Yoshua Fass is here. We're at the Inbal Hotel on a Thursday morning. The mega event is at the Glen Point Marriott in Teaneck this coming Sunday, starting at 10 a.m. until 4 o'clock. NBN.org.mega, excuse me, NBN.org slash mega to register. Be uh, among the 1,100 plus people who've already registered for the event. NBN.org slash mega. For those who criticize me for always concentrating on the medical field, there are other industries that uh, people might be in. Shocking. That they're going to yes. be. That they, yeah. <laughs> None of the Jewish mothers will believe it, but there you are. some <laughs> lawyers thrown into the mix. It's good. It's good. There are other industries represented at the mega, right? Yes. Uh, e- even, even um, those who'd like to pursue entrepreneurial paths. Correct. Or. I don't want to say unusual, different paths, you know, yeah. things that are a little off the beaten track, let's sure. put it that way. Uh, they could all get information from the uh, from the people. Well, who you and I have discussed many times before of just the the variety of professions that, that make Aliyah. There are on each flight. We right. always uh, are in awe of just the, right. the breadth and depth of just the professional. Could be chicken farmers. Okay, once in a while. Could be, but, ther- but, could be but, therapeutic experts. You usually have mainstream professionals <laughs> on, on flight. Sorry, Dalcom. But um, you're, not, you're not giving me a chance to talk about the outliers. No, Come not on. at all. I'm not into the outliers. But uh, yes, but we have ahead. we have the staff and we have the vendors and we have the sessions that are tailoring for really mainstream <laughs> professions. Of, uh, I'm encouraging people to seek out their, you know. Their I don't want everyone to think that only the chicken farmers are making aliyah. That is not my life's mission. <laughs> uh, will there be be, <laughs> will there be people? But I'm I'm glad that we have this opportunity at the Inbal. I mean, I mean, <laughs> certain certain people make an impression on us. That's okay? my bu- that's my bumper sticker. My life's mission is not to have everyone feel that chicken farmers are moving to now. Israel. If somebody if somebody's already in the process. They have to understand that there's a lot that needs to be done. There's uh, health insurance, I'm sure that's a, a big topic. There's education, where are their kids going to go to school, where are they going to live, because you continue to encourage people, and I think this time I can use the word encourage. Yes. You encourage people to seek out places in the north and south. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to t- I shouldn't say I hate. I could tell you the figure that I was told yesterday about the, from somebody you're, you're I believe, relatively close with, about the dream they have for the Negev. I mean, they're talking about one million people. Absolutely. You know about this. Sure. Because the person that, that was quoted to me 
works very closely with JNF, mm-hmm. and I'm sure works very closely with you. Yeah. And they believe it's a, that it could become a reality. Absolutely. But you understand that we're very far from that number at the moment. We'll get there. It, it doesn't, it's not necessarily based on Olim. It's based right. on opportunity and relocation of, of hundreds of thousands of Israelis with giving them the opportunity to be on a different frontier. Well, are people doing that outside of the Olim? Are Israelis, in fact, moving in that direction? It's a trend. And I think the more that we highlight opportunity and highlight um, options and uh, subsidized availabilities of jobs and housing, I think it'll not only clear out some of... Uh, alleviate some of the the housing problems here in Israel, but it'll create a whole opportunity for individuals. If you have gone to the Be'er Sheva in recently, gone to Be'er Sheva recently? Uh, Be'er Sheva ain't the same as it used to be. completely different city. Yeah. I mean, you know, I remember when it was all dirt roads. It's a high-tech capital. Yeah, amazing. I'll tell you. Transformation. So even the young, you have young couples, Israeli young couples, who are looking for places to live. So... That's going to be an avenue and address for many of them. Yesterday we spoke to somebody who's living in Kiryat Shmona. Yes. Describing to us what life is like up there as, as, as if there is no better place in Israel, which I understand. There are people who are very attracted to areas up in the north. And that's another, I don't think the figure is a million, but that's another goal that you and your partners have. Correct, is but I don't think it's gonna, you're going to reach a million. Right, it's not going to be a More million. More of the south, but... But uh, it's going to be significant. Absolutely. Right. I was just in Kiryat Shmona three days ago. It's great. Professional or vacation? It was professional. <laughs> I, I really think You don't get a break, do <laughs> <No>. you? <laughs> um, but on Sunday, you'll have an opportunity to meet a lot of people with Looking a lot of forward. dreams and goals. Looking forward. A lot of people who, uh, who want to make this Aliyah dream come true for them. And I mentioned before, I said insurance and education. Oh, people need to know what to, uh, what to order for their, um, for their kitchens and their, you know, they need appliances. You'll have a vendor there with appliances, Appliances right? and shippers All and accountants and yeah. finance. There are high-quality ovens that fit in the Israeli apartments, right, mm. Rabbi Absolutely. We shouldn't worry about that. That's gonna, that'll work well. <laughs> so people can get information about that on Sunday and every other area that they've ever thought I about. I think we're over 50 vendors now. We have 50 different individual booths of uh, just giving information of different businesses and different advisors at the Mega at this point. Yeah, I think there are 40 concurrent sessions throughout the day, I think six per hour, and 50 vendors. With different communities represented. Absolutely. Are you bringing any mayors this time around? I knew usually there's... there's uh, I think we're not. Who do we expect this time? Who's the... Um who's the who are some of the special guests? Anybody coming in from Israel? Of sure. We have... Yoav Galant, Minister Galant is coming. Nice. He's right now Minister of Immigration and Absorption. Right. So he's coming for the day, which is great, because he'll be a, a major, major player in the next government. Hopefully he'll join us on the air. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm supposed to bring him to you on the air. So uh, that's that. And we have the entire Kakal administration from here, Kamkat Yisrael, Danny, right. Danny Atar and uh, the Mankal. We have a JNF delegation that's coming to the day. We have the Jewish Agency delegation coming for the day. <laughs> You're going to be busy on Sunday. Oh, yes. Now I know why it's six hours. <laughs> yeah. Just to entertain all the guests, it's going to take time. <laughs> it's, uh, it's remarkable to see the different partners and the different institutions in America coming out for the day when 16, 17 years ago when we started these events, it, we were like, uh, it was not a popular thing to highlight Aliyah. And now you have federations coming by. And okay, now one second. By. Now, at the risk of, of needing another 25 minutes for this. But 35. Let's go sec- for it. One second. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miriam. <laughs> take me back. Take me back 15 years ago. What does that mean? Because I remember 18 years ago. Let's go to 18. Go to 18, years, 18 ago. years ago. 18 years ago, 
I was pitching to a an American institution an idea of having these different seminars, and I said the phrase North American Aliyah, and they asked me to stop putting those three words together. And I said it again. <laughs> what was their fear? Under warning. Because there's this uh, historic understanding or sensitivity or nuanced relationship with Israel that North American Aliyah was off the books and uh, try to create the sense of modern Zionism and a passionate connection to Israel was somewhat uh, relegated to uh, to other countries. Wow. So, and I meaning, just find meaning, it ironic. those in desperate times Correct. and turbulent situations, Correct. right? Aliyah was always viewed right. as Aliyah of, uh, of haven, of distress, right. of a refuge. But uh, Ali have choice of individuals who were not running away from something, but mm-hmm. running to contribute. That was not really the Israel or the Aliyah that North American leaders were very much uh, encouraging. Now, I will remind you of something, historically. Yes. The majority of North American Jews were not in favor of the state of Israel being founded. Yeah. So... We've seen this before. That's another half an hour conversation. At, Sorry, at, Marianne. At the minimum. Yes. At the minimum, because it's it's an impression that the young people out there would never believe at this no. point. Well, we have to reteach history. That's for sure. And in fact, I, w- I would argue, I would argue, I think it's a fact that the majority of people in Israel, or in Palestine at the time, were hesitant to follow Ben-Gurion and actually fo- uh, found the state, the majority of them. You can't underestimate the power of inertia. <laughs> right, exactly. Of historic inertia. So you experienced that 18 years ago. But there is one thing, there's one area, and this Sunday has to do with it, where you really disproved me. And my prediction for modern Jewish history did not come true. And that was that uh, I felt that in the first 10 years or whatever figure you want to use of Nefesh Benefesh, you would be able, you would tap out with the people that want to make Aliyah from North America. There was a big surge, a tremendous amount of interest at the beginning. Uh, it would certainly last a while. You know, a couple of generations would be, you know, children would move, their parents would go after that type of thing and, and many different scenarios like that. And then we would hit some type of lull where we're just, we, you wouldn't be able to encourage enough people to keep up the momentum, to have sold-out planes during the summer, to have group flights all year round. And then what happens, Rabbi Fass? 1,100 people pre-registered to 2019 Mega. Completely disproving the Nachum Siegel theory. But you knew this all along. Every time I bring this up, you always say that you, you never felt that my theory had any real basis to it. I'm sorry, Nachum. Yeah. Well, it's not just a matter of me being wrong. No, it's, we have a, it's a matter of North American there, there Jews is, being more There is a North American Zionist conveyor belt that creates individuals who are oriented to to contemplate Aliyah. Right. Um, you just have to make sure that that process and machinery is still working, and they'll produce a certain amount of thousands of every single year who are entertaining the concept. My job is to make sure that when they come out of that conveyor belt of Zionist expression, whether that's camps and schooling and community uh, expressions, that they have the av- availability to really entertain the concept. All right. got to wrap up with two things I'm going to say. So fast? I know. Yeah, believe me, I'm not <laughs> happy about it. Uh, two things. Number one, a big shout-out to those schools, both day schools and high schools, that do spend a good amount of time on the importance of considering Aliyah. Absolutely. And there are a lot. Absolutely. Not enough, but there are a lot that do so. There are also schools that will never mention for four years that there's a mitzvah of living in Israel, but we don't, we don't get into that right now. So a big shout-out to them. And also, another point I always make, and I'm sure we'll make it again on Sunday, one of the things I've discovered in working with you for all these years is that there is an unbelievable core of Zionist feeling and, and uh, manifestation in communities where we wouldn't necessarily 
um, expect it. Correct. It is unbelievable the spirit, and this is again one of the. You know, everyone thinks birthright, for instance, is successful because it's a free trip. It's also successful because there's an interest uh, among that crowd to actually visit Israel. They Correct. have the opportunity, and that shout out goes to the parents and to the educators and the rabbis across the board who have made sure that even if people are not as ritualistically inclined as we might be, Correct. still Israel is amazing. So let's talk about that on Sunday we will at the mega event itself. There's free parking. There's food. <laughs> We're close to family, so we don't have to worry about babysitting issues. That is why we moved it from Manhattan to Teaneck. And that, and symbolically, and that is why we're seeing a surge of registration. And symbolically, you know that Teaneck is one of your hubs of Aliyah. Who knew? Could you imagine? <laughs> Bergen County has been one of the hubs Just of Aliyah. Just by chance, we placed the mega right <laughs> in Bergen County. Just remarkable. They're like 11 Jewish communities. They won the lottery. It's going to be in Pitt. No. Oh, is that how it works? There was bidding. Different cities were bidding for the mega. Yes, like Amazon. Like the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> yes. Different cities were bidding for it, and Teaneck came out ahead. Amazing. Whoever that mayor of Teaneck is, we must, Unbelievable. We must compliment them. <laughs> Mega event Sunday, everybody. We'll see you there. We will broadcast from there, and Rabbi Fast will bring over some amazing guests, and we'll have an opportunity to uh, give shout-outs to the Jewish community across the board and across the country who are so dedicated to Aliyah. NBN.org slash Mega. NBN.org slash Mega. We will see you on Sunday. Can't wait. Tadaraba. Always nice to reunite with Rabbi Fast in Israel. Nothing like it. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM and the AM from the Inbal Hotel in Jerusalem, Israel.